Okay, everyone, welcome back to another episode of The Deep and Unhinged. I'm your host, Abby, and once again, it's a pleasure to be with you here today whenever you are listening. I know I said that I would see you in the new year in my last episode, but I wanted to sneak in a quick little episode before the new year because new year means New Year's resolutions. And if you're like me, every time you hear that word, it just sends a little shock through my body and I get really intimidated by it and I just get really nervous about it because every year I try and make a new year's resolution and can never seem to stick to it. Some of my past new year's resolutions have been like, okay, I'm going to run every single morning, rain or shine, I'm going to go on a run. Has that happened? Sometimes, but not very much. Something that I'm really not good at is setting a goal for myself And then if I don't stick to it, not shaming myself or thinking that I'm like the worst, laziest person on the entire planet, because, and I think that happens to all of us, right? Like if you set a goal, you're going to get disappointed in yourself if you don't stick to it. And it can be really frustrating. And I just kind of want to talk about that. I want to dive into that really quick, just because we can bond over the promises that we made to ourselves and didn't keep. Since it is the end of 2023, I want to talk about a few things that went well this year for me, things that I wanted to do and ways that I wanted to grow that I did. I knew that I wanted to progress in my skill set as a creative. So because of my job transition that I had in, ooh, I want to say it was August, That's been amazing. And that was a goal that I had is that I wanted to grow as a creative and I wanted to get better at what I do. And getting this new job has been the best thing to do that. And so for that, I am so grateful. Another thing, I wanted to start using cleaner products and eat better. So that's been something I've been working on. I have not been perfect by any means, but I have been able to get rid of a lot of products that just weren't clean and start implementing just better eating decisions in my life. So one of my favorite snacks right now is rice, soy sauce, and seaweed wraps. Okay. I know it may sound gross, but you should try it. It is amazing. It's like the perfect amount of salt. It fills you up because the rice is a, is a carb, (laughs) a starch. I don't know exactly what it is, but, and then the soy sauce just adds some really good flavor. So If you feel like you want a new healthy snack to try, try that. It is incredible. Another thing that I think has gone really well, this year I've been working a lot on my mental health. I've been working a lot on identifying some of the things that I struggle with and I've been getting to know myself really well this year. That has been a riot. (laughs) That's been really awful in in the best way, but I have been hyper aware and paying really close attention to my tendencies and the things that I'm not good at or things that I'm weak. I've been paying attention to my vices. I've been just trying to observe the ways that I act. You know, I think that it's been really beneficial. It's been great for me to 
kind of work through some of those really hard things and then also learn how to forgive myself and give myself grace when I'm not doing the best or I'm not feeling my best, right? So those have been some things that have gone great. Because this is a New Year's resolution episode, I want to talk about a trending topic. It's probably been trending for the last five years, but it is wellness. (laughs) What is wellness? This ominous word that no one can truly seem to define. And I'm not even really going to attempt to define it. I just want to talk about it because I think it's super interesting. And because everyone else is talking about it, might as well just jump on the bandwagon. So most people I think are probably on the spectrum here where it's like, when it comes to wellness, you either make fun of it, you're super into it, or you don't understand it. Maybe you've seen a few videos, you find it interesting. These are videos like cold plunging, breath work, yoga, crystal healing, meditation. Sometimes I come across like those energy healing videos, quantum physics, mindset videos. They're all over the place. They are everywhere. Everyone is talking about wellness, wellness, wellness. What is it? And if you're like me, every time I see these videos, I get this feeling of like, I am obviously not doing enough in my life. Like these people are out here learning how to quantum leap and I can't even wake up to my alarm, you know, just transparently. And this has low key created a bit of a shame cycle within my life. Like, I don't know why it's like this word that is haunting me. That is wellness. You know, everyone be like, oh, I'm a wellness girly now. Like, what does that even mean? And how do I do it? And then Am I supposed to tell people that I am? Am I supposed to share it? And like, I don't understand. (laughs) So we're going to explore that. Social media in general, I know, and you know, it can be really unhealthy. Yes, it can be a tool. It can better your life. You can connect with people. It's a place to be educated, right? But for me, I find myself making so many comparisons with others. And I'm like, well, what are they doing that I'm not doing? And how did they discover this crazy thing that I haven't even tried yet, right? So we're going to talk a little bit about that as well. So like I said in the beginning of this episode, every time New Year's comes around, I find myself avoiding social media and I find myself just really intimidated by this whole thing. Because number one, everyone's posting their end of year recaps, which is fine, but I always end up being like, wow, compared to them, my year was just so shitty. And number two, everyone is making these grand plans about what they plan to do next year. And this could be their new wellness routines. This could be a new business they're starting or maybe the personal goals that they're going to implement. So lately, I've been thinking about ways to develop a healthy relationship with my wellness journey and routine while not comparing it to anyone else's. This is the ultimate truth at the end of the day. And it's so obvious, but anything you do for yourself is only meant for you and always will be. Not everything is going to work for you, you know, like That's literally why it's called a wellness journey, because you have to find it just like anything else. I think as much as you have to discover, heal and cope with your mind, you also have to do that within your routines and figure out what makes your body feel good and what's going to benefit your day to day. In my opinion, you should constantly be changing your routines, right? Find things that offer different benefits for you and then allow yourself to be fluid with them. This advice is 100% for me because I will openly admit that every time I set a new goal for myself, I forget to do it one day and I'm so disappointed in myself and then I never do it again. And 
that's on perfectionism. I'll be completely honest. What I've also learned is how important it is to be accurate with yourself and then just listen to your body. One of my favorite words this year has been accuracy. And I think accuracy is just meeting yourself where you are, being able to say to yourself and reassure yourself that like, okay, if I'm not feeling my best, that's okay. And I can admit that I'm not feeling my best. That's accurate. Or I really, really do not want to go to the gym. Like my body does not feel right. I have zero will to go to the gym or run or stretch or go to that class that you said you were going to go to. This is accuracy. This is being able to just be like, hey, let me do a quick check-in. Is this actually what I want to be doing right now? And is this going to make me feel good? Is this going to benefit me? Or am I going to dread it and not put my full effort into it? Because also I think that like if you are doing anything for yourself that doesn't feel good, you're not going to actually have real intention for it. And you're not going to get anything out of it if you're not giving it the full effort that it requires. You shouldn't expect your body or mind to be perfectly functioning all the time and to have a perfect relationship with them either. It will ebb and flow as always. And so maybe the key takeaway here is more just to find acceptance and then appreciate the accuracy that you can have for yourself. And that's, and that is finding grace. That is being able to forgive yourself. That is being able to, you know, look at yourself in the mirror and be like, just because you didn't do this thing or just because you didn't accomplish this thing that you said you're going to doesn't mean you're any less deserving of love. It doesn't mean you're any less amazing and divine and perfect exactly how you are. It just means that accurately today isn't your day. I think the defining moment of this whole episode is going to be this. Your wellness activities and journey should feel good. Obviously, wellness is meant to be a little uncomfortable, right? It's meant to train you mentally and physically to detach from your mind and body so that you can reconnect with what's around you, be that energy, God, universe, whatever you want to call it. But it's not supposed to feel bad. You're not supposed to dread it. It's not supposed to mentally or physically strain you in like a really big way, right? So if your wellness routine ever starts to feel bad, it probably means that you aren't being accurate with yourself and you should start to understand that you can and probably should allow change within your routines, right? Change is the only constant. I'm just going to be super real with, with you all here. Change is the only thing that we know for sure will happen. And so why not allow yourself to change within your routines as well? Why not allow yourself to be a fluid person and do what feels good to you that day, right? Maybe that's waking up 30 minutes later than you usually do because you want to feel more rested. Maybe it's implementing a different activity. Maybe Shavasana. If you do yoga, um, Shavasana is basically just the very end. You lay on the ground in like a resting position and you just lay there. You don't do anything. You just lay there. So maybe you're doing that instead of your full you know, workout because that if you have, if you're putting effort into it and you're placing intention in it, you will get something out of it. hundred percent. And I would say too, like not all of this needs to be like your traditional wellness, like the crystal meditation, yoga, 
whatever, right? Because like I said, there isn't a specific way that's going to feel good for everyone. And not everyone on social media has it figured out. (laughs) Shocker. (laughs) Not everyone who is posting what they're doing for their new year's resolution knows what they're talking about. Okay. I don't even know what I'm talking about. I have no idea if any of this is going to relate to anyone besides me. Right. But back to traditional wellness, everyone in their own way practices wellness. Even if you don't think you do, you do. And it's just finding what works for you. Right. So for example, my dad, I would not describe my dad as like a wellness girly. (laughs) Obviously he's a guy, but he likes to read and all growing up, I've just known that my dad's night routine would be to read before he goes to bed so that he can fall asleep. I actually started doing this. Um, I've been reading before bed for probably probably this entire year. And it doesn't mean that I read the same amount of time every night. There's some times where I read like a, a page and then I'm just knocked out, you know, but that's a routine. And that does help. It quiets my mind. It gets me in a restful state. and it's really benefited me as a person. It's really benefited my mental health. Some people take their dogs on walks in the morning, right? That's wellness. It's it's a break from the huge. It's a break from the day. It's something that can pull you into the moment, I would say. Something that can calm you down. So what I'm trying to say is that a wellness routine is completely for you and it should be made by you. You get to make all of the rules. It's all completely in your control. One of the biggest ways I've been able to break this super destructive shame cycle in my life has been to literally face myself and be like, if I'm going to make the rules and I'm going to set the expectations for my own life, I also have to be willing to forgive myself when I am not meeting my own expectations and I am breaking my own promises. That is huge. And this has been able to help me so much in just the relationship that I have with myself. Like I said, I've had to look inward this year. I have had to face some crazy, crazy situations. But what's kept me grounded is keeping accuracy with myself and being like, you know, it's okay. It's all right. I know where your heart is, right? I know that mental health is important to me. I know physical health is important to me. I know spending time with my friends and family is important. I know that, you know, not being flaky is important to me in my life. These are all desires that I have. But when I don't do those things, I have to be able to forgive myself and do it with intention. Do it with like, hey, be accurate. Be so accurate with yourself. Be like, yep, that didn't happen. It didn't. And that sucks. It really does. And it's hard. And it's going to bring up all these emotions of shame and disappointment. But I can still love myself through this. And I can still wake up tomorrow and decide that it's a new day. So experiment with things that feel good to you. Push yourself to be uncomfortable, but find things that ultimately serve you exactly as you need it. Find things that that work for just you. Don't compare yourself to others or feel like you aren't doing enough just because your best friend is posting all about their meditation or how many times they go to spin. Truly connecting with yourself and discovering what's going to work for you is not easy. It's not. It's really hard. Once you can find some things to do that just kind of bring you back to center and, you know, calm you, get you ready for the week, whatever, 
do it until it feels bad again, right? Like do it until it doesn't feel like it's serving you. That's honestly what what it is, is it's like, it's not that anything is good or bad. It's just, does it serve me or does it not? Is it benefiting me? Is it making me feel better? Is it uncomfortable, right? Does it serve me? Does it benefit me in the long run? And if it doesn't, it's out. It's out or it's put on pause until it feels like it's going to serve you again. For you guys who are listening, I would just say make a goal for yourself to be fluid this year. Make a goal for yourself to set expectations, but even more so, give yourself grace when you don't meet those expectations. You know, practice forgiving yourself and figure out ways to change, figure out things that you can do to be uncomfortable. And that's when the real growth comes in, you know, like the real stuff comes when you can face hard things, you know? Anyway, that's all I have for you. I am so grateful that you guys listened to this episode if you did. I also want to just talk about my last episode really quick. If you haven't listened to that, go listen to it. It was real honest, real honest. It was really hard to record, but I'm really glad I did. And I think that if you are trying to find motivation or you are trying to accept hard in your life, you should listen to that episode. Anyways, you can find me on Instagram. That is just at Abby Orchard. A-B-B-Y, and then Orchard, like a tree farm. And (laughs) you can also find me on TikTok. It is Abby Orchard with four Ds. This episode was a little shorter, but like I said, I just wanted to sneak one in before the new year so that we can all kind of go into 2024 with grace and love for ourselves and others. Have a great day and I'll see you next year. This is the Deep and Unhinged.